Hello, and welcome to episode 29. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> uh, another listener requested ep. Epi. Don't say that. <laughs> uh, so in keeping with our quarantine story time, I feel like those things, those words should rhyme. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Yeah, there's something there. I know there's something there. Quarantine yeah. story time time. S- story time. Yeah. <laughs> story teen. Uh, Story teen? Yeah, what is it? So, a uh, listener requested episode about our time going camping. How do these listeners know so much about us? Because they know us. Mm, that's true. <laughs> but first, how is your quarantine going? Um, you know, I started quarantine pretty optimistic, and <laughs> I was... Uh, Trying very hard just like to see the silver linings and the bright sides of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am starting to be over it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just kind of like the only thing that's really affected me by it, about it negatively is one, not being able to go to the gym mm-hmm. and two, like not being able to go out to eat. Mm-hmm. And three, not being able to like see friends or like do things with friends. Mm-hmm. So like we've been trying to do our best to like supplement all these areas of our life. So um, like we've been getting takeout food from mm-hmm. local restaurants, which is like still something that, you know, I look forward to every week and I really enjoy doing it. But there's something about being in the environment of like mm-hmm. going out to your favorite restaurant or like going to your neighborhood place or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, you just can't really replace that. And then like we've been doing um, like the Zoom game nights with some of our friends. And like mm-hmm. we had Zoom brunch with another couple of our friends a couple weeks ago. And it was, I've been hesitant to get into that because I don't know, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of cynical and I just kind of thought that was lame to begin yeah. with. Um, and it, Every time we've done it, it's ended up being way more fun than I thought it would be, but it still is not nearly as fun as it would be to just like be together. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, for someone who's as introverted as I am, um, I'm really starting to miss like the presence of other people. Yeah. Um, like obviously my girlfriend and I still hang out, but, um, I don't know, like face to face time with your friends is also super important and being able to like go see people. I don't know. And isn't one of your love languages quality time? Yeah, that is like the love language. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just really like spending time, like good time with people. Like um, some of our friends and us, like we have been making plans to like have bonfires together and stuff that we can't really do now. Like we technically could do that still, but still hesitant to do things like that. And um, like, I don't know, going out to eat with friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Missing out on that kind of thing. So yeah, um, that sort of thing is starting to wear on me a little bit. 
Um, I'm still very grateful that this is happening at a time when the weather is pretty nice. Yes. Um, so at least there are some days where we can get out and hang out outside on the weekends. Um, we're starting to get a little bit more rainy days just because of the season that we're in, but uh, that's all right. So I'm, I'm yeah. hanging in there. How, how yeah. about you? I cut my own hair. Mm. So classic sign of, uh, where I'm headed. Going crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So my, that's enough. So you said not being able to go to the gym. I was like, Ooh, like, haha, I don't have to train now. But my Ironman has not been canceled or postponed and I'm like six weeks out. And so yeah. the reality of me not being able to swim, because mm-hmm. it's like in Nebraska, it's like warm, but the water is still very cold. Mm-hmm. And so I can't really go swim yet. And there's a lot of people like I'm in a, a group where everyone's like freaking out. And there's a lot of people like I'm really blessed that the weather's nice here so I can run and bike outside. But there's people that are like, in Canada and they're like, it's still winter. I can't yeah. do anything. So that's kind of like weighing on my mental because I think all of us that have signed up for this one in June, we've kind of checked out. We're like, it can't happen. Like there's races after us that are canceled. Yeah. And so we're like, it can't happen. We can't train properly. And so we're all kind of like checked out, but like this should be a time when I'm like excited and I'm like, Oh, I'm six weeks out. Like this whole year has like been leading up to like these last weeks. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of just like, can I drink now? Or (laughs) do you feel like, uh, I mean, do you feel like even if it doesn't get canceled, it would still be worth doing? Cause I, yeah, it would, it would be, I don't want you to drown. (laughs) No, if it happens, like I'm still going to do it. And the thing with the swim is like, I just know, I'm in the same boat as everybody else. Like I'm not, it's not just me. That's going to feel like dying on that. And the good thing is that I've been putting in extra time on my bike. So it's like survive the swim, kill it on the bike and survive the run. Running's my least, like my weakest (laughs) discipline anyway. So I'm just like, I'll walk. But I mean, (laughs) two people did die in the swim last year. So there's people that are like concerned about that of people Mm -hmm. just being like stressed out. You know, you just get like your adrenaline going and you just like your endurance is done. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested to see We're we're all kind of hoping that it gets postponed because we can't train how we should. And like, you know, you do a whole year of training to like subpar, just survive, you know? Right. So that's kind of been like hard for me because I was really, I was so excited. And I mean, if it gets postponed, it gets postponed. I'm still going to do it. I'm just, it'll just be a different day. Yeah. I'll get an off season. Right. (laughs) I'm going to take like two weeks off, but. I don't really see any way how it could still happen. I know. and Like like, it seems irresponsible of them to like. I feel like they're they're keeping it open for like this the select people that have still somehow have access to being able to train every discipline. I don't know? know who that is though. Who I has a pool? I don't or like either. I mean beaches are closed. There's like parks that you know, like I wouldn't be able to go like Branch Doak and swim if it was open. I mean, if you lived in like Utah, you probably could go to a Maybe. lake. Maybe. Yeah. It's just um I don't know. Like Wisconsin's which is where the race is at their stay at home order got pushed to like May 31st. Yeah. So people are like, okay, even if you open up June 1st, you're not going to open up to thousands of people being your first event 
open yeah. and restaurants and stuff. It's like, it just can't possibly that it's just so odd that there's other races that were like the weekend before and the mm-hmm. weekend after that have been postponed and canceled, but ours hasn't been. Yeah. I don't know. So that's like, that's really why been, it seems like it probably will at some point, but I don't, I don't I see, know. I don't know what good it does them to drag their feet on it. You know, I know. And it's just so like, it's so hard to train because you're like, I have to assume that it's going to happen until it's canceled, mm-hmm. but I do not want to do this. I don't want to go bike 70 miles knowing you might not be able to right. put it to the test. Yeah. And the trails are so packed. I get it. People need to be outside mm-hmm. are so packed with people and people that don't normally like know rules of the road with bikers right. and runners and walkers. And it's just, I've just been doing it on my trainer in my garage mm-hmm. because it's like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, then I cut my hair. Nice. And that was stressful. It took me two hours to do it, <laughs> but it's not bad. Like no. my, I'm very picky about my hair cause my hair is really thick and curly. Mm. So it has to lay right. And like, I obviously just didn't cut it like how my girl does it. Mm-hmm. And, but or it's like, like how even. any professional would do it. Yeah. But it's like, even like you wouldn't be able to tell that I cut it myself with like dull scissors. Right. Gets so the job done good. for quarantine yeah. anyway. And it's like, you know, it's getting hot. So I needed it a little bit shorter with yeah. having it up and stuff. So yeah, my but hair yeah. is, my hair is looking pretty gnarly lately. Yeah. I was looking rough. It looks good straight. It doesn't, I don't know how it looks when it's like natural, but Um, so yeah, quarantine's been, um, I've been crying a lot and then (laughs) I will drink a whole case of white claw and then I will cry more and then I'll cut my hair. So. Sounds like it's going good. We're doing good. We're doing real good. Yeah. Surviving. Yeah. Um, uh, we, Kansas city just extended their stay at home thing. Uh, I think last week they extended it until May something. Really? I, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So who knows, man? Yeah. I'm I'm planning a bachelor party at the Lake of the Ozarks for the last weekend of May. Oh. <laughs> and as of right now, we're still planning on doing it because like we got an Airbnb and we figured like there's no reason why we couldn't all just like go hang out at the Airbnb. You know, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be technically socially responsible for us to all hang out together, but um, I don't know. There's no real reason. Like we wouldn't be putting anyone else really at risk. And we've already, uh, I confirmed with the owner of the property that like, that would be okay if we still mm-hmm. did that. Like if things were still closed down because like we wouldn't be able to really do anything on the lake, but we could at least hang out and grill out and, you know, yeah. do lake things at the cabin. So and they said it'd be cool. Like they don't have anyone that's going to stay in it before us. So it should be corona free as long as we don't bring it in there so yeah um that's still probably gonna happen but yeah i'm i the thing that i don't enjoy about it is there's no end in sight like no one knows Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. you know and like i feel like it's human nature to be like okay yeah i can keep doing this but like when is the end you know yeah (laughs) like what what can i look what day can i look forward to and for for us for a long time it was like five days ago and now it's not, you know, <laughs> yeah. now we're just like, oh, okay, well, we're just going to extend it another 
14 days or whatever, you know, and just keep, keep doing, doing 14 days, 14 mm-hmm. days. Like I'd rather yeah. someone be like, okay, you're in home till August. And then it's like, right. okay, at least then I, I know. Back. No, no, I need to buckle in for. Yeah. Yeah. But like, even if like they start opening things up, like I just don't really know how it goes back completely to normal. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think everyone is going to make the mistake of like trying to open it, like, trying to open everything all the way back up all at once and then it's just going to blow up again I think you know like people need to accept the fact that it's probably going to be like a trickle like they're going to kind of slowly start to trickle things in Mm -hmm. or at least I think that's how it should happen whether or Mm -hmm. not that's how it actually happens probably not Um, I don't know it's easy for me to speculate how I think it should happen because I'm still getting paid you know and I'm still working so like my my uh livelihood hasn't really been affected but like everyone else is chomping at the bit and I get that but yeah I don't know if if rushing right back into a full society mode again is going to be the right the right move and I don't think it'll be um like universal across the country you know like mm-hmm. I think the super populous areas that have been hit really hard they're going to have to be a lot more careful than you know places that haven't really seen a whole lot of exposure to it I think yeah, or places that like jumped on it quick. Like right. Lincoln is, I guess, below the national average of like outbreaks, but literally Lincoln shut down pretty quickly. Like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't due to our uh, government governing people. Yeah, just the people uh, took it upon themselves yeah. to do it. And Lincoln's like really local, is like very local business driven. Yeah. So um, they just like quickly shut down or quickly like, I mean, there's still a couple, you know, like restaurants and stuff open that are doing all the things you're supposed to be doing, but it was like instant and they all did it at once. Yeah. So I think we just got ahead of it. Stefan works for the state and they were like one of the first places to be like, nope, you're working from home. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see when all of that changes, goes back to quote unquote normal. Yeah. Or what the new normal is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully I can at some point update on what the Iron Man is doing. <laughs> right. Literally every day I get an email from like USA Triathlon. I'm like, here it is. And it's mm-hmm. just like new virtual race up and ready. Like join. Right. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Like just I will. Do, I'll do the stupid virtual race. But can you tell me if I have to go to Wisconsin <laughs> in six right. weeks? Yeah, like, and it's the sooner they tell you, the sooner you can tell me if I need to go to Wisconsin. I know, I'm like, weeks. people have to book, like, plane tickets and, like, Airbnbs and, like, should we be flying right now? Should we be driving? Like, yeah. we need some, I mean, I've been reading, like, comments and stuff. People are just, like, livid. So it's, like, good drama to, like, read, you know? But I'm also, like, in the drama, so I'm like, could you not, you right. know? Right, right, right. Right, 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 right. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. All right, so should we tell our story? Yes. 20 minutes Back later. Back when we could, like, all see each other. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, the story was requested, and it's not as good as the Kansas City one, which I've a lot of people have reached out and said how funny it was, which, <laughs> thank you. Thank our you, pain all three is of your you. joy. Yeah. <laughs> um, most people were very impressed with how funny you were in that episode. I think that was some of my best work. I think so too. I, think I don't know if I can live up to it today, but we'll see. That's all right. <laughs> P- 
people are desperate for. I've had a lot of years to chew on that story. You know, I've got (laughs) got a lot of reflection that happened there. So I, I I was glad to have a platform to let it loose. Stefan did come back with some notes for us on that episode. Okay. Um, first off, he said the episode title is wrong because it says we got lost in Kansas. And he said the majority of the time we were actually like in Iowa and Missouri. Yeah, I think I don't know how much we were even in Kansas, to be honest. Yeah. And then he said there was so much that happened after we stopped talking because you and I had fallen asleep. He said there was another two hours of road trip that we did not even experience. <laughs> the lost, the lost the time. Lost two, yeah. So <laughs> he was like, there was stuff that like went on that like none of us knew except like him and AJ who were awake. That's hilarious. Like, well, that's your story to tell then. Yeah. We don't have that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's the pictures went over well on the gram. Yeah. Thank you for ruining my <laughs> reputation with that one. Yeah. We were all, man. We looked I'm, I'm so, so rough. I'm so ashamed of the way I used to dress. <laughs> <laughs> the the stages of my hair, though, I cannot get over that. Like I look like a poodle by the end. Yeah, I feel like I looked rough from the from the beginning. <laughs> no, the wife beater look is not good on anyone. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, what are we talking okay. about this week? So, what was it like three years ago? No. You, me. I think it was like four years ago. No, because. Yeah. I was no. going into my sophomore year of college. I think that timeline is wrong. No, it's not. Okay. You want to know why? Why? Um, oh, wait. No, you're right. I was going into my junior year of college. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I because, was going into my junior year of college. Yes. Okay. So three years ago, me, Jake... Right. It was three because two years ago we were going to go camping and my appendix ruptured, so we couldn't. No, I was a sophomore in college. Oh, my gosh. So it was three years ago. What year was it? Whatever three years ago was, 2017. I'm going to look it up on my Instagram. I don't think it was three years ago. So while Jake looks it up, I'll lay the groundwork. Three years ago, Jake, Stefan, and Ashley and I all decided to go camping. Jake and I used to go camping a lot when we were kids, but we used to, uh, what are they called? Camper. 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 And so I was a little mentally unprepared for what the camping trip had in store for us. Meaning that we had never been, or you had never been tent camping. Tent camping. I, yeah. Um, so we went to this. 2016. So it will be four years in October. In October. Right. Okay, three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went to this place in Nebraska called Indian Caves. And I was pumped because there's apparently some caves that you can go and like walk around through. Hence the name Indian mm-hmm. Caves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So having learned from our Kansas City trip, we decided to take the albino rhino. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even though, even though it was only like an hour drive, but we had um, way more stuff than we needed, you know? Yes. So to prove how little I knew about camping, we were there for two nights and I packed enough for maybe a week of camping. Mm-hmm. Jake brought one pair of pants. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the contrast of what everyone brought versus what I brought, I brought a drawstring bag with like one other change of like 
maybe a different shirt. Everything else I wore in layers so that I didn't have to like pack anything. And I like the the bag basically just served for like when it got warm so I could take off a layer. So I had like, I'm pretty sure I had uh, like boxers or compression shorts or something. And then like a light pair of gym shorts and then Mm -hmm. jeans on over that. Mm -hmm. And then I had a t-shirt, a long sleeve shirt, and then like a light jacket. Mm-hmm. And I had a beanie or something. And I just mm-hmm. wore that the whole mm-hmm. time and just like would shed layers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause it, you know, it's not like I was going to be able to really change clothes or anything. So, so Jake, I mean, you're notoriously like hot blooded. I am. So you could like survive a little with little less. Well, I, I hate being cold, cold too. Okay. Well. <laughs> That'll come up later. <laughs> yeah. But then Jake also is a notorious jean sleeper. He sleeps in his jeans all the time. Oh, I did. I did bring some PJ pants. I didn't sleep in my jeans. I don't think. I'm pretty sure you did at one point. Probably at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I slept in my jeans before. But you do. Yeah. Like, I don't get that. Well, I don't, I don't wear like that. sandpaper burlap pant, like burlap sack jeans. Aren't they like just a lot so of guys like do. restricting? Aren't they just like, you just feel like sucked in? I feel like you didn't listen to what I just said. Most of my jeans are pretty flexy. So I mean, but yeah, still. they're pretty comfy. You do you, man. All right. That's fine. All right. (laughs) Okay. So we're driving the albino rhino and it was late because it was very dark. It was one of these things where we said that we were going to leave by five. So naturally we left at 830 (laughs) because of all everything that we needed to uh, remove from Sarah's house and like (laughs) pack into the car. And of course, like we started doing that later than we needed to or than we had hoped to. And it's just like a a cascading effect of like all these things that went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So we're driving into the park and it was dark. Jake hits a deer. No, (laughs) a deer hit me. I, I don't remember that. You were sitting in the back seat, so you don't have a say in the matter. All the, (laughs) the only thing that you care about is that a deer was injured. Really what happened was we were coming up on literally right to the campsite. Like we had yeah. driven the whole way and we're just got to the campsite and we see a deer, a deer runs by. Stefan goes a deer. So I stopped or I slowed <laughs> down or whatever. A deer runs by. And then I kept going and I was going like, I don't know, 30 miles an hour at this point. Like not that fast. No. And Stefan goes, there's probably another one. And then I look <laughs> over and there's like a deer right next to me. And so it was either it was either I run it over or I like jerk my car over so that it hits the side of my, it hits the side of my car. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I jerked my car over so that it runs into the side of me instead of me just like plowing through it. <laughs> and so that's what happened. The deer ran into me. It we like thumped up, <laughs> like we we like you know we bumped it. Yeah, well, and- we, it hit me. <laughs> There and was it just contact like it off. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's because I didn't hit it. <laughs> anyway, so that's how the like trip started. And yeah. to be fair, that's probably like the most traumatic thing that happened that whole weekend. Well, also, but to start there. This has nothing to do with it, but just, you know, I was already in a bad mood because this is when I owned that motorcycle that I bought on Craigslist and oh. I had taken it to the shop that day and found out that it needed an equal amount of repairs to the amount of money that I paid for it. <laughs> so I was just like super bummed out about that. And then 
wasn't super stoked about <clears throat> driving all the way to this campsite like late because everything was going late. So I was in a bad mood for that. And I really wanted to just run that freaking deer over. <laughs> like I remember, I remember making a conscious decision. I probably shouldn't because there's other people in the car. But otherwise, I think I would speed up because I was I in such a bad screeched. mood. I would have screeched. Yeah. So tensions were high already for Jake. <laughs> so then I hit the deer and then I was like, oh, man, that sucked or whatever. And then uh, I thought we still had a decent amount of time to drive. And then I pull up <laughs> and I'm pretty <laughs> sure the they, they knew <laughs> the people knew because <laughs> the people that were in like you had to like, I don't know, pop purchase a pass or whatever to get in. So the people that were in the little hut, I feel like they heard it. They heard, they heard the deer scream or something. <laughs> or it was me in the backseat. Either way, they knew something was up. Um, We had never been to this campsite before either. So we were then driving around in the dark. In the pitch black. Trying to find, after having just hit a deer, trying to now find a campsite. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> We could not find it for the life of us. So you want to know what we did? We found a patch of grass, which is like, (laughs) that's all a campsite is. Uh, We just found a patch of grass. And I remember there being horses everywhere. There was because it wasn't just a patch of grass. Yeah, it was like a ditch to the side of the road where the trailers for like people who brought horses to ride parked. Yeah. So it wasn't like, yeah, as a patch of grass, we could have stayed there. But it was like. I mean, we did stay there. We stayed, well, we stayed the night there Yeah. and we woke up cause we didn't really see them. We saw these, like, we thought they were just like trailers, right. like campers. And right. so we were like, Oh, okay, cool. And we woke up and we were like in someone's yard, you know, cause mm-hmm. these are the people that like do it all summer. <laughs> right. And we're like, hi. And it was covered with those, um, burrs. Is that what they're called? Yeah. And Nessie, our dog oh, kept going into the, the woods. <laughs> Yeah. And she kept getting covered in them and mm-hmm. she just kept doing it over and over and over. So we had to keep like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so also that night, the first night we were there because it was late, we were tired. It was cold. Cause if you live in Nebraska, you know, October nights are not warm. Yeah. We're in a ditch sleeping. We did not tent in the dark. <laughs> we did not bring any mats or anything to sleep on. We brought one blow up mattress. <laughs> Twin sized. And so I was like, oh, well, let's just turn it sideways and we'll all just lay on our like use shoulders it, on it. We'll use it as our pillow. Yeah. Well, that like hurt my neck more than maybe just sleeping. Yeah, somehow that was worse <laughs> than just sleeping on the ground. And I woke up. It was so cold. I had... I was so cold waking up and mm-hmm. my back hurt. The blow mattress was like flat by the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever go camping again. Just re- rethinking. The funny thing is we tried so hard to be prepared given all the stuff that we brought. <laughs> what but everything bring? that we brought was food. <laughs> like coolers and coolers worth of stuff, I feel like. And we didn't and like, like eat any. a bunch of clothes. You guys brought a bunch of clothes and mm-hmm. yeah, we brought this giant tent. Uh, the tent was good though. Good size. Yeah, it was good. But I, I felt like uh, a lot of the, the food stuff, like I, similar to the Kansas City story, I just remember there being a cooler full of wet meat at one point <laughs> because all the ice had melted. But like 
it was full of lunch meat and like hot dogs and stuff. Like not really super perishable, I guess, but like it shouldn't be <laughs> sitting in like meat, meat water all day. <laughs> and I that remember is... the first night we got there, uh, like, because Sarah and I used to watch a lot of man versus wild. So we had learned early on, first thing you do when you set up camp is you build your fire. Duh. Um, so that turned into Sarah needing to build the fire so that she could prove to everyone that she knew how. I did, though. You did with some help. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it started. Yep. You okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I did. Yep. Okay. Uh, you probably would have gotten there eventually, but I... It's not I, like I, I was rubbing two sticks together. I accelerated the process a little bit. With what? Gasoline? No, I feel like you didn't, you didn't like build your wood up. You just like had some paper in the thing. No, that's gonna, Stefan that does that. You were going to start that. the paper on fire and then put wood on top of it. No, that's Stefan that does that because mm. he does that when we make bonfires here at home. Either way, I had to help. I'm not going to take that because I know that I can build a fire and mm. Stefan can't. I'm not going to take his... Okay. His bad fire building. Okay. 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 What's next? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so we're wandering around and I remember me and Ashley were going to the bathroom and I'm like, is the sun not- up now? Yeah. Okay. This is morning. Yeah, time. This is morning now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first full day. I'm like, we're not in the right place. Like we don't belong here. There was no other like tent campers right. near us. Right. There's horses and like people who live here. Yeah. During and it, the summer. It didn't feel like a campground. It felt like an RV park area. Yeah. You know, there's a different yeah. vibe. Yeah. There was for <laughs> sure a different vibe. So we decided to just take a walk, all four of us. And we were mm-hmm. like, let's just walk around and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And we turned to our left and there's just this huge tent camping spot where there's nobody right but because it was pitch black when we rolled in like we couldn't see any of that yeah we could we just didn't see, see the road any of it. <laughs> yeah and it was like perfect so we went back home, back to our little tent we packed up we moved all our stuff but the part that sucked is you had to like park and then like walk and since yeah. we brought enough for a month mm-hmm it was a lot of walking. It was walking. a bit of a trek. And then um, <laughs> Stefan and I also, to try to consolidate our resources, we didn't want to like tear down the tent or like deflate the air mattress, I feel like. We kind of just like rolled it all up in one giant ball and like stuffed it into the back of the car. <laughs> Who were we? Do- they probably thought we had never, ever been camping before. Yeah. Well, we basically hadn't. Yeah. So we get to the camp spot and we are in this like dope like little valley Mm -hmm. basically Mm -hmm. tons of room a little campfire area Mm -hmm. and like there was a couple other like people that were coming to start camping also Mm -hmm. but we didn't want them to like know how bad we had just struggled so we were like (laughs) really trying to be like good this time um so I feel like that, and they had like a picnic table. Yeah. I was, felt like we were like living. It was everything that we hoped that we could find in the first place. <laughs> so then we were like, well, let's go try and find these caves, you know, that we came here for. Yeah. The Indian and, caves. So we hiked up. I remember the like mountain it felt like. Yeah. It was a long hike. I feel it like. It was. Through the and, woods. Yeah. Because we also walked from our campsite to like the start of the trail, which was probably like a mile. Mm -hmm. And then we 
hiked to the top of the and like okay i live in we live in nebraska it's not like a mountain but it's a hill it was a pretty steep hill it was a lot of walking. it was like at least 105 degrees incline and i know yeah. that that means you're like walking upside down like that's what it felt like because <laughs> it, it was at the like end that. like we had walked an entire like trail and that was like the last thing yeah it was this giant hill i feel like yeah it was very steep and it was vertical i was like ashley let's run up this because i don't hate myself enough right now yeah and so we started running and i was like a fourth of the way up and i was like we have to be close and it was like we were not close at all no i could not see the sky anymore i just saw a mountain yeah and there was also horses on the trail like people oh, were yes. horseback riding and this i don't know people are People will have to weigh in and, and let me know if this is like a common thing for people to bring horses to the campsite. But I just mm-hmm. felt like this campsite had an abnormally high amount of people with horses. There was. Like it was everybody, really busy. It's like everybody in their horse was there. <laughs> <laughs> and we had Nessie who had never seen a horse before. Yeah. And that was, that's stressful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get to the top and there was like another campsite up there where people could like camp in this little like oh, yeah, this, shipping container thing. sex shed. <laughs> yeah. So we like stood there for a little bit. We like looked, we took pics for the gram. Mm-hmm. We never found the caves. Nope. Um, and a detail I forgot to mention was that it was Easter, <laughs> Easter, Halloween. Uh, yeah, it was like the weekend before Halloween. So that's why it was probably so busy. Yeah. And so, uh, we got back from hiking and we were like, I'm so thirsty. I need water so badly. Cause one of the things we did not bring enough of was bottled water amidst all the other shit that we brought. <laughs> we brought a lot of beer and booze, I feel like, which we didn't really even drink a whole lot of. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> and we did not bring very much water. Yeah. So, um, we were prepared and so Jake and Stefan were going to go get us all water mm-hmm. in the albino rhino. Yeah, we were, we were going to take some water bottles and go fill them up. Uh, seemed like an easy enough task. Uh, however, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> so we drove the, drove the car like up through, like all around the campground trying to find like a place just to fill up water bottles or, you know, whatever. Cause it wasn't just like, you know, in the woods, it was like a well-developed campsite. Yeah. You know, they had, yeah. I think they had shower houses or they had bath houses at least and yeah. water fountains and stuff. So we we're just looking for one of those. And somehow I, I took a turn down what <clears throat> very quickly turned into a real life version of Halloween town. <laughs> so like everybody, these people that were at this campsite at this time of year, like are the kind of people that set up October 1 uh-huh. and they set up their campers and they decorate for Halloween mm-hmm. and they spend all of October there because it was literally a village filled with people in RVs and like more Halloween decorations than I've seen most people use in their houses. <laughs> like the inflatable, like, you know, whatever mm-hmm. monster, like, giant spiders hanging from the trees like fake cobwebs everywhere like lights you know it would have been really really cool if it was christmas and it was all that (laughs) but it was like over the top halloween stuff yeah and we're like oh this is really strange like people really (laughs) decorate their campsites for halloween that's kind of cool and then like 
I just feel like as we kept driving through this village, we started seeing more and more like people emerging in like oh costumes. It's like basically what was happening was everyone was trick or treating. Like we had stumbled upon the night at that campsite for the year that everyone is supposed to go and trick or treat at all these uh, RVs. So yeah, we were like at one point, I mean, this took us like, I remember like three to seven hours to accomplish this mission <laughs> because we were stuck in standstill, like single row traffic. Cause you could only go through like, mm -hmm. it was a one way the whole way through. And it was a pretty long loop. So we were stuck behind, you know, very slow moving traffic that was basically stopped because everyone was just like zombie walking through the streets oh to like trick or treat and stuff. And, um, Stefan and I have never been the kind of guys that like, exchange a lot of words when we're like we're, he and I are very similar in that we can both not have to say anything to each other and yeah. just be chill yeah. um so it was <laughs> we basically spent the whole time just being like huh look at that one huh look at that one and like every five or ten minutes we'd be like man I just can't believe this is happening <laughs> but like no real conversations after that I feel like which you know that's fine by me. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just setting the stage of, of what, what was going on. So like we finally found a like bathhouse or something. And I think it was like at the very end of mm -hmm. our Halloween parade that we somehow enrolled ourselves in. Um, and I probably had just driven by it the first time around, but um, oh that's what we had to go through to get water for the group. For the group. And it was, it was seriously like, I feel like we got back in and tried to explain what we had seen and you guys didn't like, you either didn't believe or didn't appreciate like how bizarre it was. It was, it was seriously like we just rolled up on a random like town in the, <laughs> in the woods of people dressed like it was seriously Halloween town. That's all I can explain it as like RV white trash Halloween town. <laughs> I... I think like when you came back and you were like, we just ran into, you know, you're like telling it and you're like, they're all trick or treating. And I'm like, okay, they're like kids mm -hmm. trick or treating. You know, I'm just like, I don't get it. But when you explain it like that and you're like, it was Halloween town, like I can visualize it now because knowing now it was like normal camping, normal camping, nice, sunny people camping with their horses and then boom, Halloween town. Yeah, it was like a night and day difference in vibe. <laughs> And I feel, I'm pretty sure they had like a haunted forest at that, like that time. Like it was definitely the yeah. Halloween day for that yeah. campsite, but we, yeah. we didn't know until no. we like stumbled into it and we're just like, <laughs> what is this place? This magical <laughs> land of creatures and <laughs> mystical wonder. It was ridiculous. And it's like, it was that only that one spot. It wasn't decorated. Like some of the other RVs had it like, but it wasn't like. Right. Done. Yeah, up. there was like a a very specific section where you were supposed to go if you were one of these people. If me and Ashley would have went there, feeling like it was Halloween Town, I would have been so happy. I don't think you would have, because it wasn't like the kind of Halloween Town you would have been excited about. Oh, it was like. I mean, it was like very white trash. <laughs> okay. Like the kind of people that really love Halloween are always kind of a weird kind of person, you know. It was. <laughs> All of those people in the country conglomerated at this one campsite on the edge of the Nebraska-Iowa border. <laughs> the like people who were like 
monster cookie cookie monster like sweatpants and like started smoking at 12 and like don't always wear a bra to walmart or ever yeah those people (laughs) and they were like furry flip-flops i think so yeah like the mall at least that's how if someone's listening and they're into going trick-or-treating at indian caves sorry uh but it was just i think the frame of mind of me having gone from like driving through this campsite literally minutes before of not seeing any (laughs) halloween costumes or decorations and then just like entering like going through a portal into halloween town (laughs) like when i made a left-hand turn was just remarkable it was remarkable it was very jarring so that's why i remember it in such vivid detail that was the most probably for me the most eventful part of the entire trip that's how Stefan describes it too though yeah yeah it was very very odd I mean, you're both engineers, so your brains definitely work the same. Stefan doesn't exaggerate. So for him to say that too, it's just like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty crazy for sure. I mean, and then like nothing else really eventful happened. We had to sleep on the half mattress again mm-hmm. that night, night. It was too. so cold that Nessie snuggled in between me and Stefan. Mm-hmm like weaseled her way in because she was so cold, which is just like the cutest thing ever. But I didn't think that like she would get cold. Right. (laughs) I don't, I mean, we got her, we brought her like blanket and like stuff that she sleeps on, but she was like, I need to like burrow in here. I mean, it kept me warm, but. I think the only thing that kept me from sleeping in the car was knowing how mad you guys would have been at me. Were you that cold too? I was just that uncomfortable. Oh. Like I can't stand (laughs) sleeping like when I'm uncomfortable, like if I don't get sleep, it's one of my things. Shower, it is lack of sleep and being hungry. Like those will really set me off. So <laughs> those are like the human's three basic needs. Yep. The like hierarchy of like, yep. what is Survival. it? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was basically the most eventful thing that happened. We played a lot yeah. of nerds at the picnic table. Yeah. That was fun. Um, That's when we got good at nerds. Me and Jake, Stefan and Ashley went through this period. It was probably right after we went camping mm-hmm. where we would just like every weekend we would just play nerds. We have game night, but really it was nerds night for people yeah. who don't know. It's like you play against everyone at the table and it's like solitaire, but it's really fast uh-huh. paced. Like you're playing against each other. It's uh, it's pretty brutal. We play it at every family function now and it is ruthless. Yeah. Our mom hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much our camping trip. And then we went home and took a shower and slept and slept because yeah. I didn't sleep well those two days. Um, that was the, the first year of the annual family camping trip and we haven't been since. Yeah. I the- just, I just stumbled <laughs> upon like the pictures that people would, we tagged each other in on Instagram and like all the captions say first annual <laughs> family camping trip trip and we literally have not been since no so then the next year we were gonna go and it was literally <clears throat> we were gonna go friday evening we were gonna leave yeah my appendix ruptured friday morning mm-hmm. and i was so so drugged up on meds mm-hmm. i was convinced that i was still, still going camping go. yep because when i was in the er in the like i went in at like 2 a.m Mm-hmm. that Thursday like night Friday morning and the nurse was like you'd probably still be able to go like it's an outpatient procedure yeah. and so I think before I You're took all of the morphine of your body removed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and so I was like, definitely, I'll for sure be able to go. Yeah, like, great. this is not a big deal. Yeah, I felt great on the morphine they gave me. That stuff is amazing. Of course. And then they were wheeling me out and she's like, so what did, you know, did you have any plans for the weekend? And I was like, I'm going camping. And she's like, you are not. <laughs> I was like the other nurse that I am. And she's like, you know how much pain you're in right now? I'm like, yeah. She's like, imagine sleeping on the ground for two days. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> and yeah. I remember Stefan texting Jake and being like, Sarah just got her appendix out and she's convinced she's going camping still. And Jake was like, do not let her go camping. <laughs> Yeah, I think my exact words were, of course she is. Do not let her go camping. <laughs> I was, I would have, and it rained, like it later rained that weekend. Yeah, you would have been. You would have got no. uh, whatever disease everyone dies in Oregon Trail. <laughs> dysentery? Yeah, you would have gotten dysentery and died. I was in so much pain that next day too, because, I mean, obviously it's, an, you're getting an organ removed. Mm -hmm. And even though it's a very routine procedure, it is very painful. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you use your core for everything, but I was laying in bed like in so much pain. And I was like, I can't believe how stupid I am. <laughs> like, I'm so stupid for thinking I would be like, it's not like I'd be able to go hiking. Like I could barely walk to the bathroom by myself. And I was right. like, Oh yeah, let's go like lay on this half mattress again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we would have probably brought a full mattress. <laughs> we learned our lesson. <laughs> So then that happened. We didn't go the next year. And then the third year just. No one even brought it up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so this year. Maybe. Second annual Knock every four years. Yeah. <laughs> by, by quarterly, yearly thing. That's, there's something there too. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Every week, Jake and I do a go-to for this week. So, Jake, what has been your go-to in quarantine? Yeah, so I'm going to call an audible from what I have written down. My, oh, okay. My go-to this week is going to be the Black Can Trulies. Oh. So, truly, obviously, is dog shit. The ones that come <laughs> in the regular white cans. <laughs> You are not wrong, though. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Everything about it is terrible. I'm not a fan of White Claw either. Like, okay. I hate LaCroix, and those just taste mm. like LaCroix. I love So, LaCroix. like, they're fine. You know, I'll drink them, and it's not like I'm gagging them down or anything or choking yeah. them down. But the, the Trulies that now come in a black can are game changers, and here's why. They actually <laughs> taste like something. Like they, they're very lemonade -y and they're still only, mm -hmm. you know, the hundred calories or whatever that these, tr these seltzers claim to be. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, if you're into like lemonade and you want the caloric benefit of a light seltzer, but you want some actual flavor, um, give them a shot. I'm not a big fan of the mango flavor. Uh, my girlfriend really likes that one, but they've got uh, black cherry lemonade and like a strawberry lemonade and then the mango i think and which one's your favorite uh either the black cherry or either of the two lemonade ones the og mm -hmm. lemonade one is really good like mm -hmm. if you're gonna drink a lot of them that's the one that's the flavor you probably won't get sick of yeah you know what i mean so yeah yeah that's my okay. go-to this week and uh okay. i'm not ashamed to admit that i like the trulies a lot of guys hey, a lot of guys will like give me crap for it or they'll be afraid to admit that they like it. And they're like, I only drink these because that's what my girlfriend gets or whatever. I'm like, 
dude, just drink it and like it and just, admit it. Yeah, it's fine. no one is hating no on you. No one's too like, cool to admit that they like things that are not just like bourbon and shit beer. So yeah, like White Claw, they made a great product. Like, there's no pro. I mean, they paved the way for these like hundred calorie seltzer right. Lacroix flavored things. Like, right. I mean, you can have your preference of like Truly, and there's like a bunch of other like sub brands out doing it now. But like, dude, it's a great. It's a great thing if you're just wanting to, like, grab a drink. Yeah, especially if you're going to do a lot of day drinking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those have been my driveway drinkings. Yeah. Like, I've noticed lately that I can't really drink beer anymore. Like, I used to be a big, um, like, Bush Light guy if I was, or Coors Light, mostly Coors Mm -hmm. Light, if I was going to be drinking outside. But beer, like, wrecks my stomach now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm, like, allergic to the barley or, like, I don't know, something in it. But it, like... It really f's me up. So these these yeah. seltzers, you know, if I don't want to be drinking liquor all day, which is a pretty <laughs> dangerous thing to do. Uh, yes, it is. I'm a I'm a seltzer guy on that front. So yeah, yeah, black can truly. I don't know if they have like a legit name now or if that's just what trulys are these days, but they come in a black can. So interesting. All right. What's yours? We uh. Oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. well, I was gonna say we made mojitos this week because that was your go to a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> sounds like <laughs> and, me. And uh, we we finally got our ratios down to like what you know mojitos. Yeah. I feel like are very like user specific. They're sensitive. They're a sensitive drink for sure. You gotta yeah. get it just right. So uh, we, I think I nailed what I was going for, and then we had a little bit of peach fresca left over. So Good instead choice. of club soda, we topped it with that. Good choice. Was very very nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I like topping mine with Seven Up too. Sometimes, if I don't want to dump mm-hmm. like simple syrup in it. But mm. what what's Ooh. what are your uh, what's your ratios? I'm curious. Um, <clears throat> well, I didn't have. <clears throat> hey, sorry, I didn't have um, sugar cubes, so mm-hmm. we used simple syrup, and so I did two ounces of two shots of rum. Anyone get that <laughs> reference? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I did two ounces of um, rum, two ounces of simple syrup. Two ounces of simple syrup? Yeah. You like sweet drinks. It wasn't that sweet though. Okay. Because I used club soda, which doesn't really have a flavor. But did you put it in like a giant mason jar? No. Oh, interesting. I used like a little like eight ounce mason jar. Hmm. Okay. They're like min. They're like mini yeah. ones, and um. So it was like <clears throat> bourbon, simple syrup, lemon or not lemon, lime, mint, and then I topped it with club soda. Like by the time I poured all of that in, that was like half the jar already, and then I just topped it with yeah, uh, club soda. But then I ran out of mint, mm-hmm. and I did everything but used peach fresca. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, it, it did the driveway drinking job. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's the, the sugar. Yeah. I always err on the side of less sugar just because that's kind of my MO. Um, but yeah, two ounces is a lot of simple syrup. It's fine. Okay. Well, if you like Stephen it, that's all that matters. That, yeah. I liked it. Stefan said usually do like equal parts alcohol and simple syrup. I don't think that's true. Well, I didn't like it when it wasn't that way. So once we did that and yeah. I liked it. So yeah. I, I add a lot of, so we just got a like lime juicer thing, not like an mm-hmm. automatic one, but the one that you like 
put some muscle mm-hmm. into. Uh, mm-hmm. So I juiced a dick load of limes oh my <laughs> just to have them on hand <laughs> or have lime have juice on, on, ha- on hand because I get tired of just like squeezing limes all the time. Um, Why don't you just use like pre-made lime juice? It's just not the same. I don't think. I used it and it tasted fine. Yeah. Well, we like to squeeze our own limes in this house. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I feel like I use a lot more of the lime juice and then uh, less uh, simple, syrup. simple syrup. And then I've started mm. using like uh, some strawberries in there too to get a little bit oh. more sweetness. Sweetness. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, I'll have to try that this weekend then. Yep. Um, so then my go-to this week is smoothie bowls. And if you're following us on the blank slate Instagram account, um, at blank slate LNK, um, I have been posting my smoothie bowl recipes Mm. this week. Mm -hmm. So it's a little different from an acai bowl, which is where I wish I was in. (laughs) I wish I was in an acai bowl. Yeah. Um, but it does the same job. It helps me feel bougie in the mornings because of this quarantine, my depression is high. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Let's try and make these mornings fun. Let's try and do something with these that make me excited to get out of bed and put another swear of pair of sweatpants on. Amen. Um, so I've been doing these smoothie bowls and got some good coffee from the mill in Lincoln that I'm drinking. Heck yeah. Um, so the smoothie bowl is pretty much just everything I have in a smoothie dumped into a bowl that I eat with a spoon. Mm -hmm. Um, but then you top it with things like granola, peanut butter, honey, fruit, chia seeds. Like you can literally put whatever you want, maple Mm -hmm. syrup. Mm -hmm. Um, and so those are what I've been doing. So if you want some smoothie bowl recipes, come hang out with me on Instagram every morning. Sounds good. It is good. Yeah. And it fills me up till about 2 PM and really? Then at 2 p.m. it hits, and I'm like, I am so hungry right Wait, that's now. That's your breakfast. I had well, I mean, I get out of bed at like a time I don't want to announce because <laughs> then you'll know my depression is real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's more like brunch. Sure. I'm not like that's another thing with breakfast for me that's hard. I don't like eating breakfast unless it's like a pile of pancakes mm-hmm. and bacon and like it's a thing, mm-hmm. or it's like brunch food. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just sitting down and eating a bowl of oatmeal is not, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to do that. <laughs> but like, what else is there to eat in the morning? Egg casserole. I don't want to, s- I've been eating that for months. You put it in the air fryer? For training. Not yet. Yeah. I'm over it's, it. I can't do it's it anymore. It's a game anymore. changer. Anyways, so I just like needed to change it up a little bit mm-hmm. and wanted something that was a little bit more like I could eat out on my porch in the mornings that felt just like, like I was living my life, right. you know, like I was like, what would my ideal self be doing right now? And that's what she would be doing. All right. Granted, she'd have somebody to make it for her, but <laughs> ideally. Yeah. But yeah, it's cooler if you make it yourself. Yours always, yours and look pretty aesthetic too. So thanks. Yeah. I try. Yeah. So yeah, that, uh, it, I mean, it fills me up. It's like eight ounces of fruit in my smoothie part. And then I top it with another like four ounces of fruit. Mm-hmm. So Nice. And then I have like protein powder in it. So obviously that keeps you full, but, um, yeah. And then I starve myself till about five <laughs> and then I'm starving. <laughs> and you mix some cayenne pepper with some water and. Yeah. And, then, and a lemon mm-hmm. and. Detox. Take a tapeworm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my go-to. Um, right on. 
All right, guys, but that's going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.